0: This is Mona Lisa Baseball.
1: So I talked about going to the pizza place, and they didn't have the playoffs on. They had NBA preseason on. <laughs> it's still funny. I was not stoked. I didn't even feel confident enough to go up and ask them to put on yeah. the Phillies, because it's like, the what? No, Warriors, bro. Yeah, Warriors. Warriors. And it's date night. My girl's like super stoked. Everything's great. She's got her wine. I got my beer. Like, I don't want to cause a scene. You just don't want to be that guy. Like, you don't want, I often find that it's better to just be happy with what you have. So they only have two TVs, whatever. It's cool. There's no baseball happening at the pizza place. Yeah. But there's this other thing that goes along with that. So I was watching highlights and I saw this one highlight that just blew my mind and I had to share it with you. Now, one of my favorite things in baseball is the stolen home run because it just, there's a lot of athleticism Mm -hmm. and just a lot of humanity that goes into that. Now, I was watching clips of an almost stolen home run. Yeah. Guy, he got up there, he got over, glove over the fence. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, I'm watching this from different angles, and there's a woman, front row outfield, and there's a guy jumping up, elbow to nose, okay? Okay. He's trying to rob a home run. The home run ball flies past her head. Into another person's lap, and she never stops looking somewhere off in the distance. Now, I want to make sure that everyone understands exactly what has to happen for this to for her to miss what's happening. Does she know she's at a baseball game? Because the pitcher pitched the ball, the batter hit a long ball. The whole crowd is like, "Oh, you know," and she's still just looking somewhere. I don't know where she's looking, but it's not. Anywhere completely oblivious to what's happening. Thank God neither the outfielder nor the ball struck her. But while I was admiring this beautiful, acrobatic, almost robbed home run, that there was a fan who had no idea they were actually at a baseball game. And it just reminded me of the pizza place and how they didn't have baseball on there and just nobody cares.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) You know, my (laughs) instinct feels like... If I was looking somewhere else and there was commotion, I would look at the field. You'd look at the field, and then you'd see outfielders running towards you. Can you believe how long <laughs> she was
1: transfixed by, like, whatever was going on? Whatever it was. Over there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Everyone around her, out of their seat, jumping out of their seat, reaching over, trying to catch this ball. And she's just like... Durr. Yeah,
0: like... What does that ad say? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fuck, Nobody cares. Yeah. It's um, I think now that we're talking about it, it's really hit me the, because <laughs> the pizza place does sort of represent a sports bar in a way. Like you expect when you're in a pizza place, you would expect there to be sports on, and preseason over playoffs. I mean, Warriors. Yeah. I mean, that's in a... It's the preseason tournament. It's happening now. Oh, yeah. They're going to do that. Mark my words. Crystal ball. (laughs) So, first name on my list, Schwarber. Okay. Oh, the Schwarber strategy did not work. Philly's lost. The Schwarb. So, here's what I saw out of the Schwarb. I heard he was hitting leadoff. I never knew if people were pulling that on me or not, but I assumed that that's actually true.
1: I love that you thought that's a joke. Yeah, no, it's
0: true. I mean, it seemed basically impossible, but... No, it's to get him
1: five ABs. Yeah, that's the whole point.
0: That was the best strategy I came up with, was we want our slugger to hit the most possible yeah. times. So, so that's the best I came up with.
1: They would have done it with Bonds today if Bonds was still playing. They, they'd been him yeah. first.
0: dude, thanks for saying that. Because you know, when Bonds was getting walked a million times a year... I was the only one that I knew of saying, hit him second. Yeah. Hit him second. And it's like, why would you hit Bond second? It's like, because you could put Kent, a real, you could put everyone else behind him. Yeah. And then they're going to walk him anyway if he's hitting fourth. So might as well hit him second, get him more at bats, get him more everything. It's like, he's too good to hit second.
1: He batted leadoff for the Pirates a few years. Yeah. There were some games where he was the leadoff guy, and he's very good in that role. At that time.
0: At that time, yeah. A quick, nimble little guy. All right, so back to the Schwarb. So he's laid off. Yep. And he ends up taking a called third strike. Oh, no. And yes, even Schwarb strikes out sometimes.
1: (laughs) He strikes out a lot.
0: (laughs) So it's a sidearm pitcher, and he throws kind of the Frisbee slider style that starts at his knees, ends at his knees, and it's on the corner of the plate. So it basically was over the plate the entire lifespan of that pitch, okay? And Schwarber doesn't swing, doesn't protect the plate, and he gets rung up. And there is a slow-motion highlight of Schwarber's face with his eyeballs looking up at the ump with, like, the really face, like, really, that's a strike? And it made me think how perfect this is that a non leadoff hitter could do the least leadoff thing you could ever do, which is I know protect the plate. Ugh. You must protect the plate. This pitch was a strike, okay. It's borderline, but anybody who in the entire planet who was taught to protect the plate, this pitch would apply.
1: I just don't recognize baseball anymore. And I think that is a West Coast perspective that I grew up with.
0: What do you mean the West Coast thing? I don't follow.
1: Leadoff guy knows how to poke a hole in the defense. You know, he's fast. I mean, he's a base runner. All the things that Schwarber isn't. Right, right. Schwarber's just like, well, if he bats five or six times, we're going to get at least 1.2 doubles. Right.
0: Yeah, And the idea that it's better to wait for your pitch and try to hit a home run is an understandable strategy for a slugger or when your fourth hitter has two guys on base.
1: I saw him pull the ace and the six because Schwarber was coming up again and they're like, "Okay, uh, well, when he sees a guy for the third time, you know, it's just like double town.
0: Right. Because And wow. that's
1: that's what he's good at. It's like he has all these strikeouts. He has this super he's below Mendoza, but he's the super <laughs> niche player. He's like a rogue in a D party. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ultra niche. The ultimate non leadoff, batting leadoff, which is kind of a rogue strategy right, right there. Um, you know, in the
1: old days they'd bring in specialist against a guy like that. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore because you gotta face three batters now.
0: Yep. Precisely. You don't like that very much. You want to talk about rules that sped up the game?
1: That one, that one.
0: (laughs) That one changed the game. And that one never, ever gets talked about. Yeah. It was just a straight up game needs to be quicker, rule implemented, done.
1: Well, why couldn't you implement a rule? I'm just spitballing here where if you make a pitching change, I mean, just get smart about it. If you make a pitching change, X many number of minutes or outs or whatever after you've already made a pitching change, has to be done instantaneously, no commercial break. Mm -hmm. So the guy's got to be hot. If he's not warm, you don't do it. So it's like, if you were going to bring a guy in for one batter, you can do it, but the next guy rolls out immediately, there's no commercials, like, it's not going to take up much time. You could do that.
0: Yeah, I guess they didn't care.
1: You just have to be smart about how you make rules instead of being stupid.
0: Oh, by the way, I did see something recently that does speak to older school baseball, where... (laughs) Somehow they got the mic on Lasorda. And this is in the 70s World Series. Uh, I think it was 77, if I remember right. So (laughs) he basically yanks his pitcher, and they show why. Because the three batters before got hits, including Reggie Jackson. They all get hits going the other way. Like the biggest stars are getting hits the other way, and he ends up getting pulled because he gets a few in a row. And (laughs) it's pretty funny because the pitcher's like, Tommy, I feel good His instant answers. I don't give a shit how you feel. They're hitting you all over. There's so many F bombs. It's shocking. It's Sailors, well. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. But yes, old sluggers going the other way, playing real baseball. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can't shift on Reggie, it's such a bigger advantage yeah. for Reggie.
1: You could see pitches better back then when they weren't throwing fucking 104.
0: Wow, that's like a real number now, 104? Tons of guys hit 104 on the gun this year. <sighs> that's fucked up.
1: Yeah, good luck, batters.
0: That's going to mess with things. Well, I mean, this
1: is one of the reasons why Schwarber, Schwarberism is taking over.
0: <laughs> all right, this is from the game that you had sent me, and it was... <laughs> you know, all the noises right before the game starts, and the announcer goes... Here we are, playoff baseball. It's 100 degrees outside, but we wouldn't know it. The AC is pumping and the crowd is psyched. Nice. And uh, Oh, God. It was the exact opposite thing I want to hear about playoff baseball. You want to hear about the long sleeves are on. It's pumpkin carbon season. You know, all that stuff. But instead, it was Arizona, October, baseball, indoors, AC's pumping. That was a little disheartening. How fast does a
1: pumpkin rot? In that kind of heat and humidity. Uh, I would say very quick. You carve it, it's like
0: next day. Very quickly. It's gone. It's like, yeah, melted. <laughs> it's just mold. But, uh, so while I was watching the highlights of the game, there was one pitch in particular that very much caught my attention. And I just want to call out this announcer. I don't know who he is. But I know exactly what he said because it reminded me of something I'd heard before. Okay, so picture this. So it's another righty sidearm, but it's almost more of like a submarine style, okay? He drops in a called third strike, all right? It's a high outside strike, and it's a bit of a slider, okay? It's high, all right? This is like chest level. So the whole time it's rising and then when the catcher catches it, it just doesn't appear to be a strike whatsoever at all. If you've watched baseball games, Mm -hmm. like you're pretty accustomed to what is, what isn't. This is not one of those strikes. You know, it's a ball. However, the box that they've set up for you has it. So the ball hits the corner and the second that the pitch is thrown, the announcer goes, boy, I don't know. Look pretty close. But the thing is there's nothing close about it at all except that box and mm-hmm. so this guy's watching the box yeah he's calling the game from watching the TV right he might not even be at the goddamn game I mean that's where it's at at this point oh boy I don't know look pretty close in
1: Oakland the uh, guest announcers booth got all effed up with like, I mean, I think I can say this. There was like raw sewage flowing into it and possums and stuff. (laughs) So yeah, there were games where they would do it out in the truck. There you have it. They would announce it from in the truck.
0: There you have it, precisely.
1: Keep classy, Oakland.
0: (laughs) Raw sewage. It reminded me exactly of seeing a highlight show, and it was like the greatest dunks of all time or something like that but this is way back when this isn't anything mm-hmm. recent this is pre-youtube
1: VHS tape faded and,
0: yeah like that sort of thing yeah and the announcer or the guy who's hosting the show or co-hosting they watch this one dunk and it's a guy you remember the they were like the and one stars that were like uh played more of a street ball version mm. so they were playing a game i you can't really call it a game because no one cares who wins or loses but uh mm. He gets a breakaway and he does a legitimate 720 dunk, two twists, and then dunk it. Damn. I'd never seen it. I didn't know it was possible. I'd never heard of it. (laughs) Very, very impressive when he does it because it just, he looks like a figure skater, just like snowboarder, like right and dunks it.
1: It's amazing.
0: Right. Well, the guy who's hosting the show goes, Wow, I get impressed when I see a 360, but a 720. It's like so obvious of a call that you're just basically an idiot for saying it. That's what it reminded me of when the guy said, boy, look pretty close there. (laughs) So it's just like baseball is getting less baseball when you get that kind of hogwash where uh, you can't even trust the fan who's watching the game anymore. Well, the fans aren't watching the game. interpret what it is they see. Yeah, it's just like, tell me. Tell me, box. And tell me, announcer. She's not
1: watching the game. The ball flew right by her head. She's lucky like she didn't get pegged.
0: <laughs> so, kind of going off of the 100 degrees the AC's pumping, must see TV came in my mind. Like, so what does that mean? What does must see TV mean to me? Hmm. And it made me think, okay, more accurately, it's like, how are we consuming sports? Because that's the great equation for all the money that's pouring in, that's, you know, all the money that's going into gambling sites. The idea is that it might actually be better to miss the playoffs because if you're already making $30 million and you plan on playing for 15, 20 years, do you really need a whole nother four seasons worth of games on your body? Or is it like, I'd kind of just rather cash the 30 mil. Hey, fuck it. We missed the playoffs Mm -hmm. and I get extra rest for next season and I get more commercials. I'm a superstar because I'm not hurt. Yeah. I don't need rings. I have the bag. Got the bag, exactly. So it's like, so how are we consuming sports? And I was thinking about, well, what is must-see TV? And how is it that we all are watching sports now? And it made me think of that dunk thing that I just described. I was able to watch that multiple times. I might not even have caught it the first time. But my parents at their house had DVR. And back then, it's like, oh, I can just hit record. And bam, it's waiting for me versus what we grew up with, which was Okay, you could never see a great play twice. Maybe twice if you watch the highlights at night. But if you wanted to see a sporting event that was important, you had to make sure to be there at a certain time to watch it. Right. And if you wanted to see the highlights more than once, you had to physically buy a VCR tape. You had to put the tape in and hit record. And then after you recorded the game, you had to store that tape somewhere in that house. Yeah, if you missed the game, you missed the game. The, you didn't get to see it again. And you might be able to see some highlights if you were up to watch the news. But no one's going to tape the news to see the highlights. Oh, it God. W-
1: and the news was so hard to suffer through. Do you remember watching local news just waiting for sports and you're just like, oh, my God.
0: Oh, Dennis Richmond and all that stuff. It's like, oh, where is God. Mark Abania? It's I like, don't
1: care about traffic. Or... Did the
0: Giants beat the Reds? Like, I just want these highlights. Just-
1: Get to the highlights.
0: And back then, they didn't televise the home games. So if a home game was on, you didn't even have a chance to watch it. You had to see the highlights if you wanted to know what happened.
1: You couldn't watch the home games on TV because of the blackout rules because they're like, oh, well, it wasn't a sellout.
0: Yes. Right. So I'm thinking about all that physical tape stuff and this, that, and the other. And then it led me to this thing, which is you had to make an actual monetary decision on what you were going to tape because tapes cost money and your mom's not just going to let you use a whole shelf of her bookshelf for like, don't tape over my murder. She wrote (laughs) (laughs) that tape. Wasn't paying the rent, you know, get it out of there. Don't tape over my Magnum PI. I haven't watched it yet, but this is where I got with it. And this is what I think that why it was worth bringing up. There was someone told me, he goes, yeah, yeah. Carl Jung came up with this theory that, and it's not just a theory, supposedly it's been proven that if you do a crossword puzzle, if you do it the day of, you're going to get X number right. However, if you do that same crossword puzzle three days later, you will actually get more filled in answers correct because millions of people did it with you in a sense, because there's a collective consciousness. And I went, whoa, there's no way that can be true. Hmm. Now, supposedly this is a young theory and it's true. So here's what I'm thinking with sports. If we are so accustomed to seeing highlights, replays, and don't have that necessity of seeing it while it happens, that's going to hurt the collective consciousness of sports fans mm-hmm. because sports is all about the moment and one thing that i've argued vehemently about replay wise is if you can't let the fans cheer the moment it happens it loses the whole thing you want to see the ump say safe and everyone cheers together and it's exciting you don't want to half cheer wait for them to check it and then cheer later that oh that's a good thing that happened
1: mm-hmm. i get the replay
0: and so With this collective consciousness idea, if we're not all on the same page as sports fans and we want to watch it at the same time, and we're instead catering more towards, well, I just want to see the highlights or I want to see what the stars did, we're automatically downgrading sports in general as a humanity. And that's pretty wild.
1: When you have a guy slam his bat down at home, he's at home. And then you see him get thrown at right in the face. This generates human interest. People want to know about the drama. Sometimes I think that uh, even even I'm drawn to the drama, you know, and you can try to curate your newsfeed, try to tell it you don't want this or that but wouldn't it be better if everyone knew what the score was? Yeah. I mean, that's how it used to be. Yeah. It was like everyone just knew, okay, this team won and this was the score. Yep. And now it's like, well, oh, Bryce Harper, this guy was talking to him, and then, oh, I don't know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think once that starts to happen where the fans don't care as much for the true sport of it, That's where things like gambling can come in and almost trumpet where it's like, well, I don't really care who these guys like, I don't care who wins really, but I do care what my bottom line is. So that sounds nice. It just gets further from the thing that baseball wanted to preserve with the Black Sox scandal. It's like these athletes have to be trying to win or we have nothing. That's so obvious. But yet in today's society, it's really murky. I think we are at the point and it might make me sound like naive or it probably does make me sound highly naive, but I think I'm willing to admit that at this point, sports is more of a business than the title of what it is, sport. Yeah, It's not taken for granted anymore that every pro athlete wants to win more than anything else. And I don't think it's really even close to that. I think it's more about contracts size of whatever popularity and let's call a spade a spade and just be able to admit that it's like hey sports has changed and we're actually more about the money than the sport
1: i think that we both grew up in an era where it was changing but everyone talked about how some things had stayed the same yeah so i think that in a lot of ways the spirit was still there when we were young But now it really is uh, just a business for most people involved in these organizations.
0: One thing I wanted to say on the bat slam and you say, you know, everyone kind of saw it at once and then the retaliation, everyone saw it once. The reason why I laughed, and it's not cool to throw at someone's head for sure. I just want to state that if there was ever a time demonstratively flip a bat or slam a bat, that was it. You're at home in the playoffs. So it's like, I don't fault that ball player for, we'll just say, losing is cool if you want to call it that or if he wanted to celebrate. Mm-hmm. If there was ever a time, that's it. I mean, absolutely. Just don't be surprised if the other teams don't like it. Yeah. And that's all. And that's all. Just don't be surprised Right
1: Don't be surprised No He was very surprised And he was wagging his finger Like you're not gonna do that To me at home And it's like No
0: Yeah And Mm. I'm gonna go look at it after. Okay
1: So Playoffs are over I believe uh, Next time you hear us It'll be After the World Series
0: Yes 2023 In the books How did it go Oh I had an accomplishment That I don't know That I've ever accomplished before Tell me I made it to more innings in person than watched on television this year. <laughs> so That sounds right. Yeah. I mean, I had a great baseball season. This year, I probably read more about baseball than I've ever read in my entire life. I'm super jacked about the sport. I'm disturbed by some of the things that are happening. But I just want to remind anybody who is listening that... It's a true love affair, and I'm doing everything I can to protect the lovely parts about the sport. And, oh, it's a one-year anniversary of Bat Your Pitcher on Friday, and boy would I love anyone who hasn't seen it to watch it because it's just a little bit of evidence of, if you don't like what's going on, try to make an impact. I enjoyed it. I still think it's good, and I still think – that that should be a movement at some point. You bat your pitcher on Friday. Wouldn't
1: that be a fun rule?
0: Yeah, like just period.
1: Like just every Friday game you have to just bat your, your pitcher. pitcher. Bat your pitcher.
0: Mad Bum only throws on Fridays. You know Mad Bum might get
1: a ring. Another one.
0: Oh, man. Nah, they're not going to win.
1: Do you think the Dinebacks are going to fail?
0: It's Ranger time. Texas Rangers? Bruce Bochy. Bochy knows how to get titles. Well, that's true. How many times do I got to tell you this? Diamondbacks are a fake team. They're not real. (laughs) They're going to the World (laughs) Series. That's pretty real. I really don't like the Diamondbacks.
1: Why? Tell me.
0: They've never made it into my consciousness as a real team. I think... Actually, that's not true. When they beat the Yankees, I remember being excited. But I thought the hit that beat the Yankees was perfect because... It's a little flair by Luis Gonzalez, who's, I'm just going to say, the most obvious Reuter I could think of. He's in the same category as Jose Canseco, if you ask me. Obvious. Um, Yeah, there's quite a few on that list. I mean, his story is like... Right, hat size.
1: Just track it year by year,
0: guys. I mean... (laughs) I mean, he hit 56 homers in a year, which is a hell of an accomplishment. Just track it. Yeah, it's bad. But anyway, it was perfect. He hit a little flare job that won the World Series. And that's kind of still what I think about uh, the team in general is it's just, it's more minor league than major league.
1: All right. I challenge you this year to watch at least one World Series game. All right, so here's what that means. That's a challenge. I mean, you can f- succeed or fail at it. I
0: really don't care. It's like, don't let it affect you. Okay, the challenge has been laid. Okay, I like that. Thank you, because I hope I accept your challenge, and I hope... Just find a way. Yeah. I hope that I can deliver the good Don't news. throw
1: up your hands like Bud Sealy can go, ah, okay. there's nothing I can do. Ah, well... Nothing I can do. Th- no, there's something you can do. You can find a house or a bar or something... And go watch a game. You can. I can. I can. You can. I I believe
0: in you. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you for laying that down because I just want to remind you baseball is not a farce, it's a sacred sport. (laughs) If we want to implement a designated runner, the sport is still sacred. Oh, yes. We just don't want to do anything that makes the game a farce. That's all.
1: The famous words were uttered after an all-star game where he's like, well, we can't put in some shortstop to pitch. We're not going to turn the game into a farce. Well, guess what? This year, one of the best moments in San Francisco was a shortstop pitching. Yeah. Brandon Crawford came in in a game that didn't matter in the ninth, even got a strikeout. That's so great. It's such a great part of the sport. It's great. Yeah. And the fans went, guess what? They liked it. How do you think the fans reacted to that? To cry Daddy's striking out someone. They went insane. He got him. <laughs> we have the graphics package ready. Uh, Call the engineer loaded on the Jumbotron. All right, here we go. But, I mean, he did well. He got a strikeout. He got a strikeout. <laughs> That's so sick. Good business. Okay. Let's get ready for the World Series. I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. We have two wild card teams. So wild! Two wild card teams contending for um, the World Series.
0: Scrap their way. Great through the tournament. Here they are. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to watch a game.
1: Great. I accept your challenge. Okay. I just want to state one more time: yeah. the Schwarber strategy did
0: not work. Yeah, it did not work.
1: No, the Diamondbacks won the series. So <laughs> do not bat a fat guy first
0: well you know he might have thrown him off when they caught him trying to bunt last year in the world series he struck out instead and the the coaches looked at each other and they're like hmm leadoff hitters they used to bunt didn't they like yeah seriously guess who i just found out was a world-class bunter mickey mantle gotta love it well-rounded switch hitter fast and hit with power come on now
1: I mean, isn't that the versatility of a great hitter that you admire? Like, the guy will, like, reach back like he's about to take you long and then shorten up, and it's like the pitcher's just, like, shitting his pants.
0: And he could beat it out, and it's like...
1: You think he's going to make a better pitch because... And then even shorten up and then pull it back. Remember Brett Butler? Oh, yeah. I saw him in one at-bat. No, I'm sorry, in one pitch, shorten up twice, and then (laughs) pull up one. It's the best at-bat I ever saw.
0: How easy is this to picture of Candlestick Park, day game? Yeah. Brett Butler squares around a bunt, pulls it back, and instead just like slaps one to the left side, and the third baseman is running so far that it just like he exactly. had no chance. Exactly. It's beautiful.
1: Right. The infield was – they were all running around. They had no idea what yeah, to do. Yeah, running
0: around. Mm-hmm. So good.
1: You know, I love the history of the Giants and the Dodgers like poaching people from each other mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm tired of this guy beating us. We're just going to sign him. Yeah.
0: Like Oral Hersheiser, pitch for the Giants. Yeah. They say it's uh, perhaps the best rivalry in sports. Romo did it, but it wasn't his fault. Yes, Romo. But he got his farewell moment.
1: That was the worst moment in baseball history.
0: Yeah, I never got a reaction from you, Giants cannon Kapler. Oh, yeah, Kapler's gone. Kapler canned. Dude,
1: it's like we're going to trade one puppet for another. The problem with Kapler is that he had beef with people. Mm. It's very obvious now that he's out. He's free and he's, like, posting and stuff. Oh, boy. The guy's got an ego. It's fine if I was his age and I'd a world, I've won 107. Yeah. I have a ego, too. But, I mean, the role of the manager, it's like, we talked about it. Bruce Bochi challenged a call to coddle one of his kids on his team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kapler was, like, Kapler was probably a little bit above that. Yeah. And that's the problem. Your one job as manager now is just to make everyone happy. <laughs>
0: Playing real baseball, you could do that. Baseball is getting less baseball. Just as cool. I don't care who wins, really.
1: Uh-oh. Just get to the highlights.
0: Tell me box.
1: Right? It's fun. This is fun.